This is gonna be the hardest thing you've ever done. No, I'm kidding. It's like the easiest, just very easy. <laughs> There's a cat on the door right now. Okay, <laughs> we're gonna read this again. I'm, I'm getting in the zone. Now. I'll let the cat in. Okay, let the cat in, let the you cat do, in. You do the intro. Let the cat in. All right, I'm doing the intro. Sorry, Ali, we're kind of all over the place. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Running Things Considered. And for this episode, we traveled all the way to Alaska. We we got we hit up Southwest Airlines, got got a little intermediate connection in Phoenix, Arizona, and then went straight over to Alaska. On a biplane. On a biplane where we are meeting Ali Ostrander. And ends up. She didn't get the memo. Uh-uh. She didn't get the memo at all. So we're here in what's it? Can I? Can I? Uh, Alaska. Can I, Alaska? I'm freezing. I'm absolutely freezing. I, I I didn't. I don't like it up here as much as I thought I would. I'm a Florida boy. I like the South. And we're expecting to meet Ali O here, but apparently she's in Albuquerque. So I'm a little disappointed. We and just spent how much money on these plane tickets? They're not easy. Five yeah. plane, private plane tickets, last minute. Yeah, and I bought them all for you. You couldn't. You don't have the money. <laughs> no, I I sold it all for Craig Engel's <laughs> podcast. <laughs> So we're completely out of this. So, so now we're zooming with Ali Ostrander instead of doing it in person. So, how are you doing today, Ali? Uh, you know, I'm doing well, all except for the brutal mispronunciation of my hometown that I just. Oh, I knew it. I had a feeling. I had a feeling. I did it. Okay, just to to let you know, he does not pronounce <laughs> a lot of things correct. So that is going to be a constant throughout the podcast. He's pronounced a few guest names wrong and things like that. I have, I, I'm not the greatest either, but we are sorry. How do you say it? Uh, it's Kenai. Kenai. I said Kenai. I know that's still wrong. That's yeah, still wrong. Okay. <laughs> okay. No partial credit. No, no partial credit at all. You that's all right. You got the Nye part right. So I guess I'll have to give you a little partial there. Thank I'm you. good. I'll take it. Yeah. I, I've been getting partial credit my whole life. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're doing it. Anyways, so on that note, let's go ahead and roll the intro. Welcome back, everybody. So on the podcast today, we have Ali Ostrander, a Brooks Beast, a 435 miler, an 848 3K runner, 1516 5K, 930 steeper. I'm not done. 13-time <laughs> <laughs> All-American, three-time NCAA steeple champ, 4.0 GPA. Who cares? Who cares? And a world championship <laughs> qualifier in 2019. That's the biggest list of accolades I think we've ever had. In the I cast. agree. I never have put anybody's GPA up there. I will say that I was projecting there when I said, who cares? I do really care, but I could never do something like that. <laughs> I'm just always projecting my emotions onto other people. And I apologize. So how are you doing, Nelly? How am I doing? How are you doing? Um, pretty good. Yeah. Our team has been, um, well, actually we just started an altitude camp in Albuquerque and so I'm pretty excited to get in some solid training and build the fitness. We're looking towards possibly racing in the beginning of March. So that's pretty exciting. I haven't raced since um, last February, I think. So it'll be over a year between my races. That's wild. And you've been dealing with injuries, right? That yeah. Answer, so, I mean, quarantine. Yeah, obviously. COVID <laughs> and, and injuries and stuff. So 
the racing schedule has not been full, but no. I'm really excited to start racing again. Where is this race going to be? Is it going to be like an inner squad thing or is it going to be something? Um, hopefully not. I think it's kind of preliminary, but at the moment it's looking like it's going to be in Arizona with hopefully like just a small group of pros, but who knows? <laughs> Who knows? That, that's honestly going to probably be the theme of this season. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, well that, that, that's good. That's good that you're getting excited. So, you, Do you guys have any races like that on the schedule? Yeah, we're going, to, we're going to Florida and possibly doing a dual meet with District Track Club okay. in the 800. But other than that, I mean, we're just relying on home meets for the most part. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it's tough. We're going to make it happen. It's going to be a challenge. But you know, what am I going to do about it? Nothing. No, I'm going to race hard. Yeah. Or you can get the vaccine twice and so can everybody else and it could help this whole pandemic out. That's a, that's a, you should lead. I think you should have ran for president. Yeah, I'm actually going <laughs> to, I'm going to go. I'm just going to be the lead advisor on vaccine distribution. I think you just nailed it. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> would you vote for me, Allie? Um, I would definitely vote for the vaccine. Um, well, I nice. don't think I've heard enough of your campaign promises to say whether or not you'd have my vote, but uh, okay, well, it wasn't you. super stiff competition, <laughs> so it's possible. That kind of sounds like you're going to be my opposing uh, candidate. So are you also going to run for lead vaccine distributor, distributor? I mean, if it means I'll get the vaccine sooner, I might have to. Okay, well, I'll keep that in mind, and I'll also be putting out a lot of negative ads <laughs> slandering your name. That, that, that I'm going to be very careful about everything I say on this podcast. Okay, it this is, yeah, you, you think they're listening. I, we, 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 can edit, and we can edit anything you say to make it sound That's terrible. Right. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you say, you say I, I love running, we'll edit it. I hate running. Yeah. Simple as that. <laughs> and so... Sorry, we're, we're doing this at my house for the first time ever because I had a new setup, but it ends up um, my, my roommates work till very late and we have a lot of cats and so it gets, it gets a little disruptive. So if you know, if anything is a little odd in this podcast, it's because it's pretty odd in this podcast. Yes. So as we usually do throughout the podcast, we have people text in or call in or respond to Instagram stories about speed rounds, just kind of break the ice a little bit, even though now I know you're running against me uh, as a political candidate, which is not going to work out for you. Um, but if you are ready, we can get into these speed round questions and answer the first thing that comes to your mind. Don't think about it. We don't want any thinking. Um, okay. Hardly any thinking. It's very easy for Avery. It's very easy for me. Yeah. But, <laughs> but you know, with your 4.0 GPA, you don't, just don't need to think about these things too much. Okay. I'll try to reduce the amount of thinking I put into it. All right. Thank you. I think you have like 8 million thoughts a day, but you can only remember a few. Is that, is that a fact? That's a fact. That's well, cool. I'm actually not sure about the, the 8 number. million? Yeah. 8 million is a lot. Like a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Allie, well, do you know? Because that, that's going to get you elected. Uh, I, I don't know, but... Even if I did, you would definitely edit it so that it would seem like I didn't say it doesn't matter. I would just change your voice to my voice and be like, I knew everything. I know everything. <laughs> right, you knew it all along. Yeah. <laughs> um, so if you're ready, these mostly have nothing to do with running. I don't think a single okay. thing has to do with running. Okay, are you ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mini Cooper versus VW Beetle. Mini Cooper. 
Do you remember your first race? I'm sorry, that had to do with running. I apologize. <laughs> uh, yeah, I do. So, am I allowed to do a long answer for this? Let's do it. Yeah. Okay, so my first race, it was a road 5K, and my mom and sister and I were doing it. It was just like a little community one. I think it was like the Rotary Club or something like that. And <clears throat> I remember I just, I did not feel good at all. I felt like kind of sick. And so my mom and I kept having to stop to like go into local businesses and use the bathroom. And Taylor, my sister just kept running along slow and steady. But then at the like end of the race, I started feeling better. And like I caught up to Taylor and I passed her. And then after the race, she was crying. She's like, mom, it's not fair. Ellie starts <laughs> times. She shouldn't be able to beat me. And so it was a really, really tough situation. But yeah, that was my first ever race experience. I think I ran like a 29 minute 5K, so. It's not that bad. That was, that was After going one. into many local businesses. Do you remember any of the local businesses? I don't, it's all a blur, really. Yeah, that was my entire life. Um, how often do you clip your toenails? Not often enough. Um, probably like every couple weeks. I agree. How often, see, I feel like I tell people something like that and they think that's way too, I'm not doing it enough. How often do you put See, I, I, have, I have a bad habit that's super convenient, which is I pick my toenails. And so when I'm just like watching a movie, you, you know. Pick your toenails? What yeah. does that even mean? I just like, just like with my fingers, kind of clip them in a sense. That's disgusting. Yeah. That's what I said. It's a bad habit, but it's convenient because I never have to clip my toenails. You never, you never use clippers? No. <laughs> Oh my I don't. God. I don't like. I'm not like one of those weirdos that like uses my teeth or anything. I'm not like biting my foot. I hope if you're that flexible, that'd be great. And it would. Also, <laughs> knowing that what you just said, you could never run for political office anymore because you is are, it that weird? You are now my candidate. Is you it? are now my opposition, and I'm going to run oh negative ads about you. So. Oh, you, you can just wait till the ads. I got. <laughs> I, I've been to your old Facebook. I've been to your 2012 Facebook. That you're, is true. I'm, you're not I'm, looking good. <laughs> um, what is your favorite bean? Bean. Yeah, well, I didn't ask the question. Uh, I mean, I just thought I heard it wrong. Do you mean, oh. like, my favorite bean would be a coffee bean? That's nice. a good answer. Good job. That's a good answer. I've never had a cup of coffee in my whole life. Did you know that? I did. Yeah, I did know that. I've had run gum, though. I've had run gum. Thanks, Nick Simmons, for the <laughs> Um, Left or right Twix? I don't like chocolate. Right, wow, we're going to, we're going to, yeah. <laughs> we'll get back to that. Yeah. Why is Spencer, Spencer such a simp? I mean, he's trying to win me over. It's not an easy job. <laughs> he sounds like a pretty successful simp then. Yeah, you know, see, for me, when I say things like that, like, I'm so old that I feel really weird. I think everyone weird feels weird saying that. Okay. I'm glad that it was. Yeah, saying simp. the word simp. Do yeah. you, you like saying that word? Does it make you kind of feel eh? I mean, honestly, I didn't know what the word was until a few months ago. Group. So, <laughs> but yeah, I think it's kind of a, a weird word to use just because like it has such a negative connotation where I feel like simping is actually kind of a good thing. It just basically means that you're being nice to someone and trying to like make them happy, which I feel like should be the goal of a relationship, but for some reason is seen as bad. I think it's like 16 year old kids that are worried well, about asking the it's, crushes. It's all masculinity. It's all yeah. fragile masculinity. Yeah. You're very fragile. <laughs> Well, I I, You're like I rip my own toenails off my feet, man. How fragile can I be? <laughs> um, also, Spencer related. Rate Spencer's smell one to ten. Everyone's uh, wondering. I'm wondering this. this Maybe is... like seven point five. Wow. Okay. Uh, 
No offense I to Spencer. I like him. He's a good guy. He looks he looks like he might be a stinky guy. Yeah. I don't know. Just the, the eye pat down. He's not, apparently, though. He's obviously not. But Well, he's got the seven. He's on a C plus, which isn't C plus. great. It's not great. It's passing, though. It, he's, he's getting passing. his degree. I mean, I feel like a C plus is pretty good for a runner, to be honest. That's true. Yeah, coming from the four point. <laughs> coming from the four point. Yeah. I will say, I think I've told you this. When I, for some reason, when I bought my house recently, they made me get my transcript. My GPA was so much lower than I thought it was. I've been lying to everybody for like three years. I was like, God, I did not. And did you just that. like look at it and just throw it away? I was like, Why do they need to see this? Are they not going to sell me the house because my GPA is horrible? Um, what What's your pizza order? What do you put on your pizza? Oh, I usually get like a vegetarian that has like all of the veggies and then add sausage. I like it. Okay. I like it. What is the best Oreo flavor? Golden Oreos. I'm glad that you switched it up. I do. I know what a golden Oreo is. Don't try and get anything past me. <laughs> um, what if, uh, this just says babyators? Oh yeah, I have those tiny sunglasses. Um, I just think they're hilarious, especially on people with big heads. Um, so I kind of take them with me everywhere. Recently, one of the lenses fell out and the no. uh, one of the things broke, but no. they're just funnier now. So. Are you gonna race yeah. in those in March? Oh, that would be great. <laughs> I don't think I'll be racing in them, but I do usually bring them to meets. Occasionally, I wear them on the cool down, you know. Nice. I love it. I'm a, I'm a big Babyator fan. Yeah, I'm a my big head Babyator is, fan. Uh, my head is so small they probably look normal size on me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean they were a great investment. I got them at the dollar store, and they've they've done a lot for me. So. Um, well, I'm glad that they have. I don't know what they've done for you, I, like morally. Uh, <laughs> it's just emotional and psychological well-being, you know. They're always there to pick me up when I'm down. That's right. <laughs> and now that they have one thing, you can kind of, you know, see a little more clearly. Um, this says, "What were your emotions when you won NXN?" Uh, I was like, obviously, just super excited. I would say I was ecstatic. I also started crying because usually when I'm really happy, I cry. That's good. Have you ever cried you to yourself? Yeah, dude, I cried like freaking. I almost cried like two days ago when we were together during that movie. Really? Yeah, dude. Well, I did cry. Did you cry during the movie? No, I, w I wanted to. I wanted to cry. I know, but you're you're too fragile. For yeah, my my masculinity is way too fragile. <laughs> we, we watched Soul, the new Disney movie. It was really Ugh, good. I've been wanting to watch that. You need to watch it, Allie. You need to watch, need it. To watch it. And if, all the listeners, you guys got to watch it. If you think that, you know, if things don't seem special, they are. They are. They're things are special. special. I couldn't have said it better myself. Speaking of special, I didn't even mean to do this. This says, what's the most special thing about the athlete special? <laughs> um, probably his ability to somehow trick everyone into doing everything for him <laughs> that's uh, pretty good he's every he's, he's i didn't expect that answer simp. everybody simps for yeah him. all right that's the most times i've ever said that word and i hate that um <laughs> and, and that's the last time we're going to bring him up don't worry yes and then we ask all of our guests what is your favorite apple uh i'd say pink lady Oh, that's some really okay. good. Haven't had that one yet. That's, that's a good some one. Good answers. Some people say uh, green one, red one. I'm like, come on. I'm not. There's so many red ones. There are so There's many so red, red ones. I'm also colorblind, so you're gonna have to. Uh, <laughs> one it is. Exactly the same. Um, now you wanted to ask this question because uh, 
you wrote it. <laughs> That's exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly right. So, and now in this part of the podcast, we're going to get into little longer form trivia questions. And these questions are going to be for Ali Ostrander. And the topic throughout every single one of them is Ali Ostrander. Yeah, very narcissistic. Very narcissistic. About. Yeah. But with no further or do, is that? It's a do. A do. Or do. I wasn't sure. Oh I mean, it doesn't even make God. any sense to begin with. Um, anyways, so the first question, multiple choice, Allie. This is the first time we've ever done a multiple choice question. Yeah, make it a little easier. What was the first video on the internet to accumulate 1 million views online? A, the Curious Gopher video. B, that. Evolution of Dance. Great video. C, Ronaldo getting his golden spikes, a ad, or D, Charlie bit my finger. I'm gonna go with B. Have you ever seen the Evolution of Dance? Yeah, that's the uh, that's the only wait. I've seen that one and the Charlie one, so I'm just gonna go with B. It seems possible. That's a good guess, but unfortunately, <clears throat> it's the ad. We hate it. Of course, it's and it's a YouTube video. Um, you know that I could not choose that one. That option, it wasn't even an option in my head. I know. Head. We, I was thinking about not even saying the that it was a ad, but. You know, we're gonna blur that out and edit. Yeah, it. let's let's just bleep it out the whole time. Couple bleeps. Probably yeah. Ronaldo video. Ronaldo video. So obviously the reason I asked that is because Ali, you are new on the YouTube game, and usually it takes a whole lot of work to get you know your views above one thousand. But you kind of came out the gates running. Obviously, you've had a little bit of a an oop, one might say, already having a great brand of your own on Instagram you know, running Instagram and uh, obviously the athlete special. Uh, what was the decision making the, the YouTube channel and how is it going? Are you enjoying it? Um, yeah, I mean, th so I decided to make one because, well, Spencer was telling me that I should, that like, it's like a really good opportunity to grow your brand and stuff like that. And um, also it just like I would see him like filming and editing and I was in a lot of the videos and it was just fun. Like it was really fun to like be able to look back and it's kind of like having a diary almost, but like video format. Uh, and so I was like, this seems like a fun thing to do. And I have extra time that like, I don't really want to be like on my feet. So editing is a good way to spend it. So I just decided to make one and it has been really fun. I'm enjoying it. And yeah, I've been excited by like, the number of views I've gotten and like the subscribers. Um, yeah, I'm, ex I'm excited moving forward, like to document altitude camp and um, just, just keep putting out some videos. Like it's fun. You can just really show your personality more than you can on like when you're just posting like photos and captions, like videos, I feel like do a lot more justice to who the person is, which I like. For sure. And they, they, they say um, YouTube is the platform to simulate hanging out with people. So do they say that? That's, yeah. Well, in the marketing world, that's what they I'm say. Not in the marketing world. <laughs> um, I guess. And you say, you're going to start doing just just prank videos, correct? <laughs> I mean, uh, every video so far has basically been a prank. It's okay. <laughs> not very serious at all on YouTube. So that's good. Do you, you said you edit your own videos. Mm hmm. Where'd you learn to edit? You do a pretty good job. Oh, well, thank you. I mean, I guess I learned from Spencer. Um, but yeah, just use iMovie and kind of learn as I go. There you go. 
Well, well, we look forward to all these prank videos. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, Avery's going to start a prank YouTube channel. I've already started, but you're just no one drop, knows because it gets no views. You're going to drop so. 5,000 pennies in the mall. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's well, I, I had this this funny prank where I went up to a gas station and like pretended to rob them, mm -hmm. but like they were like freaking out. And I'm like, dude, it's just a prank. Yeah. Prank. And then I got arrested, and I'm like, guys, it's just a prank. I did have to bail you out. That was yeah, horrible. It was like, guys, chill out. Just I just I just witness. robbed a gas station. It's a prank. Yeah, it's a so. prank. Um, <laughs> I'm not anymore. gonna start a prank <laughs> because um, I'm 27 years old. Um, and it, the next question, I wrote this question. I think it's uh, great. So you're gonna <laughs> understand the difference between our intellects here. Um, it says, what is the only country in Asia that does not have a single tree, or maybe single forest? I don't wanna. You, know, you wrote the. You, I thought you wrote the questions. Then. I did, but I don't. I just <laughs> want to make sure. Anyways. Is it multiple choice, or I just have to mm -hmm. think, you, think you, deeply? You you really needed to study geography before you came on this. <laughs> okay, well I didn't know I would be being tested, so thank you for not giving me a study guide. This is not at all like college. Um, okay, so Asian country without a single tree. Uh, has something to do about you. I've never even been to Asia. How can I have anything yes, you to have. do with it? Yes, you have, Ellie. It's considered part of it. Qatar? Yeah. Woo! Oh, okay. There we go. Sweating. Oh, you I was freaking. I knew you had it. I yeah. knew you had it. I knew Ellie. you studied the syllabus. It was <laughs> in the syllabus. I didn't get the syllabus. I never <laughs> gave it to me. That's unbelievable. Avery was supposed to send it. I guess you didn't. Uh, you were supposed to send it. He was gonna send it, and then his cat <laughs> threw up on it, and it was just right. The cat threw up on my syllabus. <laughs> everybody, right. that is everybody. I don't think we mentioned that in the podcast. We did. Let's kind of talk about that now. <laughs> so before we were going to do, I was gonna do the intro. Um, I never do it just because uh, Avery usually does a good job. But we were going to put the cats in um, Avery's room. And we opened the door, and the cat was just vomiting violently just on the ground. Live action. We opened the door. It wasn't a before. It wasn't after. It was a during. Yeah, it was a during. Um, <laughs> so if if I was a, if you know if we're a little shook during this podcast, the energy is kind of weird. It's it's that's why. Yeah, and that's my cat peed all over the floor before I came over here. We're doing great. We're doing great. We're my doing cat great. has a UTI. Um, <laughs> Anyways, guitar, guitar, everybody. So yeah. So you qualified for the world championships in the steeplechase. That is unbelievable. How was that experience in Doha for you? Uh, I mean, it was a really awesome experience. I'm, I'm glad that I got to go and experience the sort of atmosphere and energy that is involved with being at that sort of like a world championship level of competition. Uh, and it was obviously incredible to be able to race against the best athletes in the world. Um, wasn't super stoked with my performance was like hoping for a little bit better but um I had a lot of that just like happy to be there sort of mentality uh, and so hopefully like I'll get another opportunity um to compete at the world level again and and uh having that experience will help me to have more of like a killer mentality was it like a million degrees when you were there uh approximately yeah. yeah um but the stadium is actually like air conditioned sure. so it wasn't that hot inside 
the stadium. They had, they had like air conditioned. Yeah, did they have like an air conditioned warm up track or like on? Yeah, I can't remember. One of our teammates was there, and I couldn't. Remember. Yeah, they. So there was like an indoor track that you could warm up on. Um, so that's what we did. The hottest part was just when you were like in the staging area, basically there was a, some fans, but it was still just like super humid. Yeah. And, and, and that was like, almost like into cross country season a little bit, um, like the, uh, the race. So, I mean, you, you talked down your performance, but were you just going straight, just like fitness all the way from, I guess the beginning of outdoor, at least going to the championships? Yeah, I mean, I guess, so the, like, fall semester of my senior year, I raced, um, like, that Boston 5K in December, and then I took a week off, and then I didn't take time off again until after Worlds. Oh, wow. See, that, that's, that's pretty crazy. Yeah, that's, that's pretty crazy. Of, that's a lot of running. That is a lot of running. <laughs> well, did yeah. you know, something that I discovered about Qatar um, and Doha is that they have camel racing. I don't know if you went to a camel race, but not only they used to have kids that were the jockeys on the camels, but they deemed that too dangerous. So now they literally put robots on the camels and they have really racing. Yes. Does that interest you? It does. I mean, that's very interesting that that is a thing. Um, I did not see any robot camel races while I was there. Well, you really missed out. And this whole thing is actually to get you to invest in a robot camel racing. <laughs> yeah, this is it. <laughs> so I think we've got her. I think we've got her. We got her. It was in the syllabus. She signed. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Well, if you ever want to, you know, be a robot camel jockey, you know where know. to go. You know where to go. If, if you like trees, this isn't the place for you. No. But if you like camels and robots, this is this is your place. Qatar is one of four countries in the whole world without a forest. Greenland being one of them. Wow. I would have never thought. Wow. Greenland, no forest. That's surprising. I know. See, actually, here's some. Avery said, I was going to say, what, are the, what is one of the four countries that doesn't have a forest? And he goes, well, what if she says Greenland? And I was like, nobody in the world would ever know that. Well, but, but like, if you say one out of the four, they could be like anything. I don't know. It's not I a just, good trivia question. Yeah. Well, he's a much better trivia writer than me. Anyways, we're going to get off the, the robot camel racing. We spent way too much time. We'll talk about that after. Um, in 1985, the world record for the largest wild-caught king salmon was set. Where was this 97-pound salmon caught? Oh, well, it was in the Kenai River. Nice. Nice. Is, is, that, is that like a, like, like a well-known fact um, you guys know growing up? I mean, yeah. There's like, I've seen like a, the stuffed replica of the salmon. It's Oh, like, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, cause like it was a, it was a record set in Alaska. I feel like Alaska doesn't set a lot of records. So when we do, we make it known. That's awesome. That's awesome. So obviously we're going right into, I'm not going to say though, I'm going to mess it up. Kenai. Kenai. Let's do it. I don't think it's very hard. Yeah, to that was good. I, I, I was a big, made a big fool of myself in the intro. I thought you I was did. making a funny joke. It ends up, I was just making a fool of myself. So yeah. that's all right though. I bounced back. So growing up in a small, small town of Alaska, it's a, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty, it's a pretty awesome part about your story. Um, growing up in a town of, I think it was around 8,000. Am I correct? As of 20. Yeah, I think it might be 7,000, but I don't, I don't sure. know the exact number. Sure. So 
I, I'm sure you've gotten asked this question a lot, but kind of like how was how was growing up there, and how do you think it kind of contributed to your development and your success right right now? I I mean, growing up there was good. I I I liked Kenai. It was a nice place to grow up. I mean, it's not like a big city at all, so I feel like there was a lot of room to just like you know be outside. We had a huge yard. My sister and I would like play out there every day for the whole day um and also just like being from a smaller town like doing a lot of sports and not specializing was the norm mm -hmm. um so like in high school I mean there was no indoor track so I played basketball every year um and I played soccer during the summers and stuff so I feel like that helped me as an athlete like I didn't get super serious about running until college uh, and I think that that was really good yeah I agree was Boise like a, a big city to you when you got there? Yeah, I mean, I thought like it was it was pretty huge. Um, but then like after college, I moved to Seattle and then like my sister still lives in Boise. So I would like go and visit. And after living in Seattle, now Boise feels so small. And so it's it's weird how perspectives change. That's, that's true. You've kind of just been just going up the ladder. On those yeah. <laughs> you guys live in the city in Seattle? Um, I mean, I don't live downtown, but I would say, yeah, I, I like in the middle of it. I'm not like 20 minutes outside. It's not like I commute into Seattle or something. Are you guys kind of near like Green Lake? Yeah, I'm actually like right by Green Lake. Nice. That's where Avery is right now. We're actually right outside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, so th that's pretty, that's pretty interesting. Were there any other, I guess, uh, notable people from your town, I guess, going to D1 Athletics, going to colleges down south and um, from Kenai. 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 I knew it. <laughs> um, I mean, a lot of people actually did, like, uh, play athletics in college. A lot of them went, like, to NAIA, junior colleges, like D3, D2 sort of thing. But mm -hmm. there were other athletes that went D1 as well. Um, I don't, I mean, I know one girl in particular that I played soccer with, she was our goalie and she ended up playing at uh, Washington State. Oh, okay. uh, and like they, I think they got like eighth in the nation or something um, as a soccer team. So that was really cool to see. Wow. Good stuff. This, this town sounds like something special. You got giant salmon. <laughs> 97 pound salmon. <laughs> Have you ever caught a salmon? Have you ever fished? Yeah, so my dad's huge into kings king fishing, um, and so he goes every Monday during the summer. Um, and yeah, I am not a huge fishing fan. I'm not. I'm not gonna cap about this. I don't really <laughs> like fishing that much, but my dad loves it so much that I go with him to make him happy. Um, and I have caught like some pretty big salmon. When I was in third grade, I caught like a a forty nine pound king. Um, that sounds impressive. And, and like a couple years ago, uh, right before USA's actually in 2019, I caught like a 45, 46 pound salmon. That's awesome. Just from a boat or just from the land or how do you, <laughs> how do you catch that? a salmon? I've never fished in my whole entire life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. From a boat, um, using a rod, lure, reel, whole setup. Is that, do you, is that one of the ones like connected to you when you're like trying to get the giant fish? Do you know what I'm saying? Like where there's like a plastic thing you put the rod in. Do I make any sense? Oh, you mean like the rod holder? <laughs> That's like the rod holder. 
Um, okay, so when you're sitting in the boat, usually you put your rod in the rod holder, and then once you get a hit, and the the end of the rod starts to, like, bend if there's a salmon on the end of the line. Um, once you get a hit, you have to take the rod out of the rod holder. You set the hook, so you, like, pull it really hard to, like, jam the hook into the fish's mouth, and then you start reeling. So you don't wow. have it in the rod holder while you're reeling. Wow. I, I, I learn something new every day. If I didn't <laughs> learn a, enough about guitar and... Key, that's true. I, I, I don't know anything about fishing. I'm surprised we're even talking about it. Yeah, no, <laughs> that's great. You're educating us. Have you ever been 4.0 GPA? I have, but like it was just like my dad was holding the reel and I was just like, I want to leave. I want to play Call of Duty, dad. <laughs> and then, yeah. <laughs> Literally. You like grew up in Florida too. Like, I feel like you would have gone. Well, I was there. inland. I know, but. But you're right. But you're Florida. still right. Yeah. Yeah. No, we, we like to catch mudfish. Mudfish. Yeah, we just. just Go like go down to our boxers and we just kind of like go across the mud, just kind of grab fish. I bet do. people do that in Tallahassee. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I just made that up. Um, but it's, you believed it. I did believe it. <laughs> I'm gullible. So for this next question, okay, we're diving a little bit deep into your past in this one. Do you want me to read this? Yes. Okay. I'm the designated reader. <laughs> It, is, it says, in 1930, a sales executive got into a conversation with a dining car chef about his biscuit recipe in which he revealed that he used a pre-mixed biscuit batter made of lard, flour, baking powder, and salt. What is this mixture known as today? Bisquick? Nice! Good job. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> yes! Bisquick. So, we, we, we've heard some fluttering, some birds talking in our ears about your relationship with Bisquick. Can you elaborate <laughs> on that at all? Who, what did, I, I got to know what was said about my relationship with Bisquick. You, were, you don't know? It wasn't good. Actually, I really don't know. Avery's the one who knows. I'm the one that knows. I don't know who would okay, have said. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you the, the rumor and then you can, you can say factor cap. Okay. Okay. I was told that when you were, when you were a kid, you used to steal the Bisquick from the, uh, the cabinet and hide behind a couch and just eat it raw okay so this is true <laughs> this is true <laughs> but uh, who told you that how is this common knowledge we're political candidates <laughs> you know everything about everything and this is going on my so, opposition commercial there, there's rumors going all around the ncaa about all different <laughs> stuff and this and is the biggest rumor this, this is yeah. this is the rumor that comes from all the way from Seattle that flutters down to Atlanta. Yeah, <laughs> I heard this. I, mean, I am honestly just impressed that you heard this rumor. I thought that like four people knew that, but apparently hundreds might. Um, Five thousand. <laughs> uh, yeah, but no, it's true. So, and it wasn't just Bisquick too. Like, it was flour. I just liked the taste of that sort of flowery sort of thing wow i would just i would take like a little you know like those medicine cups that you like take um yeah. like nyquil with or yeah. whatever yeah. i would like get a little scoop in one of those and i'd go hide and and eat it because my mom didn't want me to but i loved it so much <laughs> you continue to buy bisquick premix for the foreseeable future even knowing that you were going to eat it raw i mean yeah she still bought it but I didn't, okay, this wasn't like a daily occurrence. It was like every once in a while when I got the hankering. The rumor, is, the rumor says you still do it today. Okay, well, that is an untrue rumor. I don't do that. Um, also, like I bought flour 
a while ago. And for the first time ever, I like read the bag and on there, it said like, like with like asterisks, it was like, this is a raw food. Do not eat with before cooking. And I was like, I mean, I never knew that it was bad to eat it without cooking it, but I'm alive. So it can't be that bad. Right. Because <laughs> I hid behind the couch every day of my life. That's right. And you're doing pretty decent with the longest RTC intro of accolades ever. So yeah. That's and, a big accomplishment. Yeah. Not the accolades themselves. You also <laughs> haven't died during this podcast from your biscuit overdose. That's, I don't even think that's a real thing, but you never know. Any, you know, I've never had. I don't like the word I unbelievable, it, Zane. I thought, Everything's believable. I thought it was chocolate milk. Why did I think that? Nesquik. 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 Anyways, so kind of going going off of this story. So it's also like you, you have a food Instagram. You're an avid cook. You you your stuff looks pretty good. How long have you been cooking? And um, you're, you're just doing really good at that. How long have you been cooking? <laughs> yeah. So I probably started cooking in like fifth or sixth grade. Um, I think wow. we. So we got like more channels on our TV or something. And I started watching Food Network um, and got like pretty interested in it. And then I just wanted to like try to make the recipes. Um, so I got like some cookbooks and I subscribed to like some food magazines and stuff and just started experimenting and trying out recipes. Um, and yeah, I mean, since then I've just like continued to learn more about it. And now like I don't really need recipes and it's, it's really fun to like just be able to um, make stuff up and also like it's a little challenge sometimes like you know when you're running out of groceries and just like see what you can create with whatever's left in the fridge um so yeah I really enjoy cooking and I'm like probably the least artistic person you'll ever meet so I feel like that's that's where I express my creative side that's good what is what was your favorite uh show on Food Network I'm an avid Food Network watcher True. not all I watch mm. Yeah. So, I mean, right now it's guys grocery games. Triple G. Um, familiar. Triple G. Yeah. It's kind of a winner. Have I also really like Daddy's restaurant though in Louisville. I haven't. No. Yeah. Well, I thought you were fans, but. <laughs> yeah, well, did you dress up as Guy Fieri for Halloween? Cause I did. <laughs> do you know what college you do? No, but that doesn't matter. Yeah. I, I'm like 90% sure it's Arizona State. Very good, similar, UNLV, University uh, of Las Vegas. Or, I can just feel that. I can just feel it. Yeah. I was wrong. Oh, well. Well, do you, I was going to say, do you like Triple D? That's my favorite. I mean, yeah, Triple D is pretty good, but I I prefer the shows that, like, you know, it's more about the cooking than just the, like, eating part of it. But Triple D sure. is still fun to watch. I mean, Guy Fieri is just a good host. He's a very entertaining guy. Yeah. Is, is that Diners Drive and Dive? That is. Nice. Good job. Thank you. It took me like 15 seconds yeah. to figure that out. <laughs> well, there's a lot of shows on Netflix that are very similar to Triple G, sort of, but in like a, uh, it's like the, the final table, I want to say. It's like very fine dining mm. based, but similar. Yeah. So I'm sorry that you, you may uh, have gotten me on the triple, uh, the uh, Guy Fieri thing there. You did dress up as him. I didn't know that. I apologize that I didn't know that. Um, so so far, Allie, you are you are three of four, right? Three of four. That's pretty good. We everyone gets four of five, and we're kind of making an effort to get a three out of five guess. So we're we're gonna make this one extra challenging. I don't think so. What this next one? She, she, you think she's gonna get it? Yeah. All right, Zane, take it away. <laughs> I would hope so, unless you're not a a true Alaskan local. Um, uh, yeah. 
What Alaskan race has been deemed one of the most brutal in the world? Um, running race? Running race, sorry, yes, running race. Um, Mount Marathon? Yeah. I knew That's that. incredible. That's incredible. You've done it. Done it again. You've earned yeah. your bonus. It was a $100,000 bonus. That was. Yeah. For the <laughs> we, just didn't say, we didn't want to say anything because that would have, you know, gotten your nerves up a bit, but you just won yeah. $100,000 and a trip to Guy's Grocery Games. <laughs> oh, gosh. You know, that's actually my dream is to be on Guy's Grocery Games. So this is huge. Yeah. Well, thank me for that because I know him very well. <laughs> yeah, you guys are obviously pretty close. I hated his restaurant. <laughs> um, but yeah, I did read about the Mount Marathon a little bit today. It's like a five, it's a 5K. Is that correct? Yeah, it's about a 5K. It depends, like the total distance depends on what route you take. Okay. And there's no set route? Um, like there, you have to go up the mountain and go around this rock and then come back down. And then there's like a checkpoint at midway that you have to pass through. But other than that, you can go up whatever way you want and same with down, but there's like, there's definitely like a standard up trail and a standard down trail. Um, but like with both of them, there's like slightly different ways you can go. Um, so it's not. It's not as like straightforward as a normal race course, I'd say. As a normal mountain up and down around a rock course. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's yeah. just your typical, yeah. Just your typical around the rock mountain race. Halfway point. Halfway point. Right. Checkpoint. <laughs> <laughs> and did you did you run it? When's the last time you got to run that? So I haven't run it since um I think 2017. Uh it was canceled last summer because of COVID. Mm. And then the summer before that, I had just signed with Brooks and I was still racing, building up for like USAs and Worlds. So I didn't want to do that. Um, and the summer before that, I can't remember what was going on. I, I have no idea. <laughs> how long does it take to do it looks like it takes like a long time to do a 5k yeah so my best time is like 48 oh, minutes something. is that is that the record i don't know i don't think so no um so one year when i got second um this norwegian or swedish um mountain runner came and did it her name's Emily Forsberg. Oh, wow. um, I don't know if you've heard of Killian Journey. He's a pretty famous ultra marathoner. It's his wife. Oh. Um, they both came and they both ran in like the women's slash men's race. Um, and she actually set the record. She ran like 47, 43 or something wow. like that. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Killian is like the most insane dude ever. At first I was like, Oh, it's a hard course. Like cool. Like whatever. I've run a hard course before, but then you said the, the record's 47 minutes and I'm like, all right, I get it. Yeah. I get it now. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. I would break in half. I would quit probably. <laughs> if you have to go back down anyways, you might as well keep doing Can it. Can I start at the top? Yeah. I, I mean, the, the downhill part is definitely the most fun. Um, like when I'm training for the race, I, you go, I go to the top and then, you know, usually take a little break and then go down and that's like, so fun. You can just go so fast. It's like pretty deep shale for the first, like two thirds of the way down. Wow. And then it's like this Creek bed that gets a little technical and then like a little cliff, but it's all like pretty fun. You're saying um, so but 
Yeah. But during like the, the race, the, shale, <laughs> during the river, the, the cliff. You, know? <laughs> you just, like I said, just your standard around the rock mountain race. <laughs> you're right. You're right. But right. yeah, like during the race, you, you get to the top and you're just so like, your legs are so fatigued that when you turn to go down, like it's really difficult to not just like flop over because you're like, you're completely changing your movement pattern and your legs are just trashed. It's wow. the down is not as fun when you're racing it. Yeah. Well, I think Avery just signed up, so good. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah. I'm replacing my feet with wheels. Yeah. Right beforehand, Heelys. Heelys. (laughs) That would be great. That would be great. (laughs) I can walk it down that mountain. (laughs) I'm not sure how those are doing shale. You might have to get some like some bigger off-road Heelys, maybe. Yeah, they do make the newer models. They yeah. they they cost a little more though. So. They look like feelers. They're like really hip and in style. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, well, we do have one question, as we talked about a little bit before. That was like a while ago. I don't know if you remember the question, but I'm gonna play it. It was a voicemail sent in by Liam in Maine. Thank you, Liam from Maine. And to call or text, the number is six four six seven eight zero nine two one eight. Thank That's you very right. much. Yeah, I was going to say, I thought you were going to do it again. I can never remember the number, literally. You do. Say it right now. You know it. 646-780-9218. Allie, what's the number? What's the number, Allie? 620. Correct. Yep. I mean, we would be very impressed with that. You should have just kept going. (laughs) That was it. All right, here it is. I'm up in the great state of Maine uh, on the coast. And um, so my question for the show is, you know how there are beer miles and uh, for the kiddos, you got chocolate milk miles, you got milk miles, all kinds of milk. Um, I was wondering, I had to choose some crazy food or drink to run a mile and consume each lap for all four laps what would be the crazy food or drink are you able to hear that yeah so um i've been thinking about this because you gave me a heads up for this question it's Um, a loaded question and a hundred thousand dollars i i think that what i would say is hot sauce you have to take a shot of hot sauce every lap shot sauce that's wow. that's good. All right, I'm a genius. A I'm shot sauce. You said I wasn't in marketing. Shot <laughs> sauce. Um, what type of hot sauce? There's Frank's. There's Tabasco. There's whatever you had the last time that killed uh, me. I'll be right back. He didn't tell me what it was gonna be, and it was like the hottest thing I've ever had in my life. Oh Are my you- gosh. I did a hot wing challenge this summer um, with my teammate David Ribich, and it was terrible. I can't remember what hot sauce we used, but it was like. <laughs> What is the scale? What are they called? Like mobile units. <laughs> yeah, it was like three million or something like that. Nice. That sounds horrible. I don't know. It uh, was insane. This, this is insane. McCain's Southern Fixins Mama's special hot sauce, the best thing you ever threw a lip over. Now, if you don't know that you're in the South, that is the most Southern thing <laughs> on planet Earth. And and it has like a tablecloth decoration yeah. to it. But yeah. <laughs> And also has zero. Yeah, I would say like I would say for the mile probably just using like Frank's 
I don't think it needs to be that spicy because you're having to take an entire shot glass of it and then run immediately. I agree. I agree. I disagree. I think you should go. I, I think that would run. be, it just wouldn't be fun. It'd be like, it'd be no, like novel. It'd be like they're killing themselves. But if it's like Frank's, it's like, oh, it's, you know, it's, they're going to finish the race. It's not like they're going to, mm-hmm. you know, hate their wives forever and have to go to surgery. Right they may the do that anyways, even if they don't. Have you ever had, you had your stomach sucked? Like, like, have I ever had my stomach pumped? Pumped, that's the word. No, I've not had my stomach sucked or pumped. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> That would happen. <laughs> I've never had my stomach sucked, Avery. Thank you for asking. <laughs> you you want to have your stomach sucked? <laughs> no, no, no. Um, anyways, I think what I remember in sixth grade across the street from my middle school, I went to Inman Middle School right in downtown Atlanta. Across the street, we had this thing called the Field of Dreams. It was the biggest joke of a field. You've run by it probably. Yep. It's like maybe 20 feet long and it's the grass is like six feet tall and they called it the field of dreams which I always <laughs> loved. and we had a race that was peanut butter and saltines um it was like as many as you could eat in like one lap and then you would just keep going and I was like dead after the first one you can't even open your mouth it's like, it's <laughs> yeah. like concrete so I think that would be pretty horrible I think um, that'd be pretty horrible so I'm gonna do that and I think I'm gonna challenge you to do that race no way yeah, no way. Yeah, I'd, yeah, you guys should do it, and then Avery maybe make a YouTube video about it. I could, I, and then you post it so I get a lot of views. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> We're, we killed it on TikTok last. We time. do, we do. Three million views. Is it three? Is that three million? I don't know. Oh no, it's two, two and a half. Two point five million. Yeah. We, we we set the world record for the three legged mile. Yeah. Uh, made a little video, and uh, Sports Illustrated posted it on on their TikTok before I could post it on my TikTok. Yeah. And the other one we did did well too. Yeah, the handcuff mile. Yeah. If you want to do a handcuff wow. mile, the uh, the world record for women is still open. It's pretty. It's not. It's really easy. It's very easy. <laughs> Anyways. Okay. So if that's something that you could talk to Brooks about, maybe get a bonus out of it. You so, never know. I know you're trying to change the subject because I haven't said my mile yet. I know. Saying. I know. I'm letting you think. This more. is a. See, you guys are going for like the hard mile and comfortable. See, I want a mile that you can do but you're still gonna break four maybe you'll even set a world record with this mile oh i know you're gonna do we talked about it is it the healy's mile it's the mountain dew mile baby code red code red mountain dew mile okay you you start off you're drinking it okay you got a little bit of mountain dew in your system you're probably gonna go out in like a 63 okay the second one another thing of mountain dew code red all right you're feeling a little hot right now you're going to 59 Another thing of Mountain Dew, okay. That's two. You're, 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 you're keep that in mind. You're at two o two. Code red. You're seeing red. Okay. You know what I mean. And there's no way you're running above a fifty five. Okay. And this last lap, when you have three Mountain Dew Code Reds inside your system, I hear. You, I hear after that you don't run anymore. You float. That's a, you yeah, float after that much Mountain Dew, yeah. right? And so you just kind of just look like you're kind of like quantum teleporting across <laughs> the track, and you're gonna go all the way around, and that. Who knows how fast that was? La- yeah, at least 3.30. When's the last time you had a Mountain Dew? I actually thought about Mountain Dew today for some <laughs> reason, and it's weird that you brought that up. Well, uh, this is, this is ter- absolutely terrible of me to say, but I'm going to say it anyways because I'm not running for political candidate candidacy anymore. Yeah. But a- after I saw the news on, uh, I guess, the 7th of them storming the Capitol, I just thought about Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew and chili. That's, That's what, what I thought, I thought about. about <laughs> um you're a big mountain dew connoisseur what's your favorite uh, <laughs> mountain dew flavor okay so yeah exposed i've never had mountain dew so oh, god do they have a, a taco bell in uh 
I've actually never had Taco Bell. Peanut, I've never had Taco Bell. I actually watched something about Taco Bell yesterday. You can one of those their large drinks has over a thousand calories in it. Yeah. And it has 110 grams of sugar. Is this are you talking about Starbucks or Mountain Dew? Or Taco it was, Bell? It was Taco Bell, but it was the Baja Blast. The yeah. Oh, That's insane. Oh yeah, baby. Do you go to Taco Bell? Yeah. Ew. You've never been. I've never, yeah, it's a little it's never, disgusting. You literally have the, you eat chicken tenders 90% of your diet. Nobody's <laughs> talking bad about Taco Bell. I am. I just got exposed. That's all I eat is chicken tenders. All right. <laughs> so I think we uncovered a lot. We uncovered podcast, a lot. We exposed know. a lot of people. <laughs> we exposed, we exposed yeah. sort of secrets within the running world about this quick. So I'm still, I'm still so perplexed how you guys ever heard that, but. Again, I have nothing to do with it. My hands are clean. I'm running for political office. Avery is my dirt digger. I'm the dirt digger. I'm the dirt digger. So, Allie, since our average listener is around, for our podcast, around nine and a half years old, <laughs> they, they want to know, what's the, what's the real athlete special like? Is, is there any, any, anything you want to reveal about him or... You want to keep it a secret for your YouTube channel if you want to have a good thumbnail. We can obviously get any information that we yeah. want, so you might as well just expose it. Mm, this, okay. is for, this is for any like clickbait, anything we can do. So Okay. Um well he is kind of like what is that animal that like sleeps like twenty two hours a day? Koala. Is that like a koala? Sloth? Oh I, I think a koala sleeps a lot. I think that yeah. Yeah, I think maybe I would compare him to a koala, maybe. Sure, See, sure. when he's not running, he's kind of in koala mode, where it's just like, you know, resting. Um, yeah, his favorite thing to do is nothing. So it's the easiest yeah. thing in the world to do. Wow. <laughs> well, thank you very much, Allie. I think that'll, You've that'll... expose him, and we're going to <laughs> yeah. all over Let's Run. His career is over. I think that made the nine year olds happy <laughs> listening to the podcast. And <laughs> <laughs> on that note, thank you for listening to Running Things Considered. The number is 646-780-9218. Allie, what is the number? 646-780-9218. Whoa! Oh, you <gasps> that was really, that was impressive. That was actually wrong. I'm sorry. No, I'm kidding. That was great and right. Wow. You learned that. Yeah. It took me 40 weeks to learn it, and you've done it in a, a matter of minutes. <laughs> And that's also another hundred thousand dollar bonus. So congratulations! Oh, yes. Okay. Well, I mean, pocket change, but I'll take yeah, it. Yeah. Honestly, like, who cares? You probably don't even need it. We won't send it. Don't worry. Don't <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, we'll keep it. We'll use it to fly back to Atlanta. Yeah. Oh, I forgot we are outside. Yeah, we're so in Alaska. Where are we? Don't. Can no. I? No. Can I? How can you not? Kenai. Can I? Can I?